All right. Isn't it a blessing that we can get together at the end of Shabbat, lifting up the name of Yeshua? What a blessed time it is to come into the presence of Yahovah, to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. We serve an amazing God. And I, I tell you, I am so blessed and encouraged as I rejoice at what we have witnessed over this last 40 days, exactly what has happened. We might not see the full impact uh, from it immediately, but it's it's going to be the birthing of the new. There's something important about setting ourselves aside for a set amount of time in the, pray, in the place of prayer and preparation of our hearts. So we thank you, Father, right now for our time together. We thank you, Father, for your word that your word is alive. We just pray for the strength of this signal right now. We're having some issues with uh, internet connection here in Casaria. So we just speak protection over technology tonight. And we just ask as we fellowship together that your kingdom will come, your will will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. So we just uh, proclaim our love for you and we thank you for each other. We thank you that we can walk together in the faith to see your kingdom come and your will done and that's what it's about it's about being in relationship with you i thank you father that we are done with religion i thank you father that we are not seeking any more religious man-made pra- uh, 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 principles practices systems but we want to walk in the freedom of yahovah but we want to proclaim the truth in context and in order And we thank you, Father, that the Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit, is our counselor and our guide. And we need you, uh, Holy Spirit, we need you within our lives to be our counselor, to be our guide, to bring us into all truth. So we commit this time to you as we come around the word in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So anyway, tonight... As I as I was saying, you know, what a blessing it has been through this 40 days. I've got to know so many of you a lot more in this 40 days as well. Uh, the testimonies that have been coming in have really been incredible and such a blessing. It's amazing to see what is happening. I really believe that this is a very significant time for the ministry here in the land of Israel, the importance of pressing in in prayer for the breakthrough in Yehovah, that we will see the victory in Messiah. We want to see salvation. We want to see deliverance. And many people come into the realization of who Yeshua of Nazareth truly is. He is the Savior of the world. And we pray for the Jewish people here in the land. We also pray for the Arabs in the land and uh, those sojourning amongst us here in the land of Israel, that we will see a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. What a blessing it is to be in Kasaria as we just reflect over the, the move of Elohim that took place in this region, how this is the location where the gospel went out to the nations. You know, it is an honor to minister from this part of the world and to uh, be able to proclaim from here to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. So what can I say over all of this, you know, other than I sense in the spirit such a... um, uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I I sense that we are on the verge of breakthrough. And the other day when we're talking about proclaiming the promise and the timing to proclaim the promise is not when you see everything in place. It's when we receive the word of Yahovah. And as we've been pressing in, the whole reason we've done this 40 days is not because we had a good idea. It's because I had a clear word from Yahovah. You want to see the ministry move into the next phase, then press in in prayer for 40 days. And through this 40 days, we haven't fasted one of the days. But what we have done is we have proclaimed from the midnight hour, between 12 and 4 o'clock in the morning, we have come aside in the place of prayer every single day to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, apart from the days when we do the Zoom calls on the Sundays. But what a blessing, and I really sense that we are on the verge of great things. In fact, I, you know, as we were coming into these last few days, I've seen the, the heat being turned up, like the enemy is trying to do everything 
to take us out. He's trying to do everything to stop us from moving forward. There's been so much pressure in areas of finances and uh, and just on how are we going to get into this next phase. We are not there yet in all of the needs that the ministry has and what we have to move forward. But we are standing upon the promises of Yehovah. This is the hour. We are not going to be those that shrink back, but will press forward. And, you know, just as we've got to the end of this 40 days, what is it? what does it state? That we are standing, that we will do whatever it takes to see the kingdom of Yehovah established within our lives. And, and I hope that you will learn the, the importance of perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work. Don't just sit back and succumb to whatever the enemy wants to throw at you. And in the midst of all of this, in this spiritual warfare, I go and get an operation done because a date comes up for me to have uh, the varicose veins in my left leg all stripped, which I've been waiting for seven years and just never had the time to uh, go to hospital to deal with it. But, you know, when I got to the place where I couldn't even run anymore because of the pain, and this is form, This is caused by all the flying and just, you know, decades of traveling the world and ministering and proclaiming the gospel of truth. It's paid its toll on my body with, uh, you know, being in the 35,000 feet for <laughs> sometimes, you know, there's a, there's a few years in that cycle where I was actually in the sky more in a year than I was on the ground. That was a lot of flying. And we have been faithful taking the gospel to many countries, to wherever the Father has sent us, and paying the price to go out there and make it count. So I rejoice in having a new leg. I rejoice in having all this dealt with. And, you know, it's been a, a, a little bit of a, a pain in the, in the leg <laughs> instead of in the neck during the 40 days, having to put up with this as well as we're pressing in. But in all things, we rejoice. We give glory to Yehovah. He is able. I know that once this pain subsides, everything's going to be good. And, uh, you know, I can get back to running and keeping fit and pressing into the call of Yehovah on my life on a, on a higher level and being refreshed in body, spirit, and soul. Amen. So, you know, as I'm looking through what's taken place, the, the word that I, I get is the importance of, you know, what does it mean to, for going forward with purpose? You know, we're not just going forward. We're not just trying to get through. We are going forward with vision. And in this 40 days, I've seen the Father unfold key elements of vision, which has been such a blessing. As he started to speak to me about crossing point, as we were talking in Joshua about how the ark goes before us for bringing us into the promised land. We have to be a covenant people to come into the promised land. You can come out of Egypt. You can have forgiveness of your sins. You can die to self, rise in Messiah. But, you know, if you don't get the world out of you, you can't cross over. You've got you've to surrender your life. You've got to become born again of the Spirit and walk in the ways of Yehovah, not just by what you say, but what we do and how we live our life, we're called to live the life. And, and one thing I just recognize more than anything is the importance that has Yehovah gone before us. And we see that in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 1, where uh, Yehovah is saying to Moses, go on, you know, get into the land, cross over, take the land, you know, but I'm not going with you. And Moshe's like, well, if you're not going with me, yeah, I'll send my angels ahead of you. And some people will be like, oh, that's fine. No problem. Now, wait a second. If you are not going with us, I don't want to go. And I want us to get to the place as we looked at the authority of Yeshua yesterday. If you didn't watch or, or weren't part of last night's broadcast, I encourage you go back and get hold of the message yesterday because we talked on the importance of the authority of Yeshua when he speaks are we walking in obedience? When he tells you to do something that doesn't look like it can bring forth fruit because, you know, we just happen to know better, what are we going to do? Are we going to uh, use our experience as our guide or use the voice of the Spirit? And many times in the leading 
of the Messiah. He will cause you to do things in a way that is not normal. So we've got to get to that place where we humble ourselves before Yahovah, where we come and we lay down our understanding. I love that scripture. It talks about laying down your understanding. You know, uh, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the sovereign Lord. So, you know, that that's because we only see in part, but he fully knows. So as we press through together at this time, what is going to be the result of this 40 days? And one of the results, I believe there's many results, many testimonies that are going to be rising. And I'm looking forward to the Zoom call tomorrow. And I want to encourage you, uh, set aside time for 9.30 Israel time. That's 7.30 in the UK. That's 2.30 in East Coast, USA. That's 5.30 in the morning in Brisbane, Australia. And I encourage you, uh, let's let's spend that two hours tomorrow listening to testimonies and interacting and be prepared to share. You know, if you've got something on your heart that the Holy Spirit is doing in your life through this 40 days, and I want you to share tomorrow. So that gives you uh, some time to get ready because you know what I love about the zoom calls is just to be able to have the interaction that we can pray together we can communicate together and this is what we need we need genuine fellowship we need to be known uh, and we need to make known his name but we need to be known with each other this is what protects us in our walk that gives us confidence as we fellowship together then we can come to the place of trust we can pray with each other over situations and just like I say every day you have my email address Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com send your prayer requests if you need a phone call send your phone number and we will call you and spend time ministering and praying with you whatever it takes to see the glory of Yahovah manifest so that's what's important so as we were going through Joshua um, you know, I realized that it's not just any point that you can cross the Jordan because it was in high flood. So if you're going to get to the other side, we have got to be on time and be in place. And what is the Father saying to us and how we are called to work out our salvation with fear and trembling? And more than anything, you know, look, we've we've done many things in ministry over the years where we have ministered to people in isolation, with organic uh, fellowships, we we launched all over the world, and and so many people, thousands of people, were brought out of isolation into community. And I'm sensing right now in this season, during what's going on globally with this pandemic and everything, that it is time for us to have a stronger online community, but not just a community that uh, uh, just broadcasts, but a community that is interacting, a community where we are all working together, where we take re- excuse me, we take responsibility over uh, ministering into the needs of others within the community. And I'm going to be asking you in these coming weeks to volunteer your time, to look at things that we can do and how we can do one-on-one support and ministry. And how do we get to know each other in such a level that we can, uh, you know, minister together for the purpose of the kingdom. So we are going to, you know, our intercession group is going to be uh, changed to Crossing Point um, Israel, or Crossing Point uh, Fellowship Israel. And you know what's interesting? I was looking at domain names. I'm thinking, you know what, what domain name do I need to get for this? And uh, here, I, I actually already have the domain name. I bought it about four or five years ago. I've got cpisrael.tv, and uh, I just thought, wow, Crossing Point Israel uh, dot tv excellent so that's the <laughs> that's going to be the new uh, platform where we will give people email addresses that are part of the community and i'm going to be asking you uh, join with us because our goal is that we walk together we grow together and we also work on strategy on how we grow within our communities together that we can have uh, resources that are gathered for the uh, for the benefit of the body of Messiah, that we can start functioning properly as a community, that we can be there for counsel, support, for prayer, and for whatever need we have, so that we can 
get ready for Livingstone Torah outreach events as things start to open up as we uh, go and train and equip in evangelism in the areas right where you live. And let's pray that, you know, we can have teams that will be sent out from your area. And maybe the Father's causing you or calling you to rise up as a leader within your area that we will create local groups together to go out and minister and evangelize and make a difference. So I don't know about you, but I'm pretty fired up about what it truly means to follow Yeshua. And as we follow Yeshua, what should we expect? We should expect signs, wonders, and miracles. Hallelujah. So I want us to read... um, There's a psalm I want us to read, but you know what? I want to... Let me just put that in here. Hold on one sec. Um, Yeah, we'll come back to that in a second. Let's go to... uh, Let's go to John chapter 5. Let's just have a look a second. Let's listen to... We talked the other day about the Samaritan woman, about the importance of the living water um, to come and receive. And uh, that was in John chapter 4. In John chapter 5, let's just read from verse 1. Sometime later, Yeshua went up to Jerusalem for a feast of Yehovah. It's not the feast of the Jews. Now, there in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethsaida, and which is surrounded by five covered um, um, colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been... um, one who was there had been an invalid, sorry, for 38 years. I'm trying to find the angle of my glasses here because I've got these uh, interchanging things. When Yeshua saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Yeshua said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. So what we see is we see this man being radically healed. He didn't have to get into the water. He just needed the word from Yeshua. And this is what we've been talking about over the days. Do we want to see the signs and wonders and miracles within our lives and within our ministry? Then we need to be those who are hearing the words of Yehovah. And after we minister, you know, we want to open up a time of ministry for prayer so we can stand upon the promises to see victory in Messiah. Get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man is cured and he picked up his mat. It was on a Sabbath and the Jews said to the man who had been healed, It's a Sabbath. The law forbids you from carrying your mat. But he replied, The man who made me well says, Pick up your mat and walk. Hallelujah. So they asked him, Well, firstly, we're not called to follow the rabbinic rule of religion. We're called to follow the scriptures. Hallelujah. So they asked him, who is this fellow that told you to pick up and walk? And the man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Yeshua had slipped away into the crowd uh, that was there. Later Yeshua found him at the temple and said to him, see, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Yeshua who had made him well. So because Yeshua was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jews persecuted him. Yeshua said to them, My father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. For this reason, the Jews tried all the harder to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath in their eyes, make sure we remember that, Because when we look at the translation of the scripture, many people think 
that Yeshua was breaking the Torah. He was not breaking Torah, but he was even calling Elohim his own father, making himself equal with Elohim. Hallelujah. So we stand upon the promises of Yehovah and we recognize the importance of what it truly means to follow Yeshua. And as I was pressing in tonight, what we saw on this uh, portion of Scripture, Yeshua didn't just make him well and disappear, but he made a point to communicate. This is why you are sick. And he gives him a warning. See you are well again. You were well before, then you were sick. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. And this should be a, 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 a time when we recognize, you know, what are the consequences of sin? The consequences of sin is death. Yes, we are born again of the Spirit. We have been forgiven. But if we continue down a sin life, it's going to uh, entangle us and it's going to cost us and it could cost us heavy. And as I was reading that, I wanted to read in Psalm 32. Um, it's a scripture we've shared uh, in the past before. Um, but what what I liked about the importance of this scripture is it outlines the foundations of of, of um, uh, sin, but it also helps us understand where the victory is, even in the midst of uh, our failings and the times when we fall over. So it says in verse 1, Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Hallelujah. That's what it truly means to be blessed is that we are walking in the forgiveness of, of Yahovah. Uh, have you experienced the fullness of forgiveness in your life? Because this is one of the key things that will catapult you into being uh, a testimony of the living God. The very fact that you are forgiven. He who is forgiven much will love much. You know, how is your level of love concerning the cares of others, concerning ministry, concerning reaching out to the brokenhearted? Are we willing to uh, pay the price and, and take that step where we rejoice in how much we have been forgiven? Or maybe we're still entangled in a sinful life. Then, you know, we're not going to experience the fullness of of the blessings of Yahovah. So we just want to bring us ourselves to a place of repentance before Yahovah, that our hearts are right. And as we've shared before on many accounts, we've talked about the importance of repentance, not just from, you know, I once got saved, now I need to repent. No, we talked about the importance of repentance as an ongoing part of our daily life. You know, we, we ask, give us this day our daily bread. Um, forgive us, you know, uh, when we trespass against you. It, you know, you don't just need your daily bread, but we need forgiveness on a daily basis. We've got to keep short accounts before the Father. And, and you know, I've talked with many people, counseled with people, and when you see what happens in people's hearts, they get so caught up in the cycle of their religion their religious experiences, which they think is, you know, non-religious walking by faith, but they realize they've, got, they've fallen into the trap of just going through the motions. And they're not seeing the living reality of Yahovah, the relationship with Messiah, you know, the comforter of the Holy Spirit. They're not, they're not uh, uh, sensing the glory of Yahovah. They can be in an environment where the glory of Yahovah is pouring out, and they feel separated you know why, why do i feel so separated in the midst when people are in the place of yahovah they're experiencing the glory the goodness of god and yet you're feeling like nothing you've got no connection and in those places that's a a clear indicator that we need to get our hearts back in line and we have to do deal with this as believers blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin, Yehovah, does not count against him, and in whom the spirit, uh, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I keep silent, my bones waste away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. You, uh, my strength was sapped, 
as in the heat of summer. So it's talking about pressing in. It's talking about what takes place as we are dealing with missing the mark. We're dealing with transgressions. We're dealing with, um, you know, things that are wrong within of our, our lives. And, you know, we're saying, Father, don't count this against me. Don't count these things against me. Deliver me. I kept silence. My bones waste away through my groaning all day long. What What's happening in this place? See, sin is bearing its fruit. It's, it's taking us down to death. It's, it's damaging us. Uh, it's not just the enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Our actions and how we live our life are vitally important as well. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Think about this. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to Yehovah and you forgive the guilt of my sin. Hallelujah. So, you know, it's learning the importance of how do we be real with ourselves. If we are truly going to follow Yeshua, if we are going to, you know, press into the new, move into a new dimension, see the transformation of how the Father brings us together as a community in a stronger way to make a difference for the kingdom, then we have got to know how to get to that place where we acknowledge what is truly going on with our life, that we are people of confession, that if we confess, we will walk in freedom. If we just keep stuff hidden and pushed down, we're not going to get set free. Hallelujah. Therefore, let everyone who is godly pray to you while you may be found. Surely, when the mighty wars rise, they will not reach him. Hallelujah. There is protection in those who repent before the God, our God, who is strong and mighty. And this, this is a beautiful scripture and important as well. When I minister to the brokenhearted, when I share with people who are not yet saved, they haven't received Messiah, I tell them, listen, if you call on the name of Yeshua, he will set you free. He will bring forth deliverance. And don't forget that for one minute, that he wants to bring forth deliverance. He wants us free of the consequences of sin. He wants us walking in the blessing and a mind made up as we have a made up mind as we've set our uh, hearts like a, a flint to press forward at this time. What are we saying? We're saying we want to have the discipline. We want to walk in the wisdom of Yehovah. We want to be affected for Yehovah. It says in verse 7, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. What does that mean? That's when you recognize you don't just have the confession, but you see the manifestation. And this is what I want you to get. I want you to understand that what is being given to us is in the spiritual realm, and we are called to pull it into the natural realm. So what things do we need in the area of bringing life-changing events to our walk? What things do we need? What, where's the source that we are going to for bringing forth the deliverance, bringing the transformation? We reach up to the high heavens and we pull down what the Father has given us in the spiritual realm. That's why most of the work that takes place has to be done on our knees. It has to be done from the place of prayer. It doesn't have to be done with us being busy trying to work it out. But it's done as we come before Yehovah. He's my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. You know, the, the songs that will rise of the victory of Yehovah. I am free. I have been redeemed. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. Thank you, Father. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by a bit and bridle. And this is also a warning. Don't let other people control you. You have got to be everything that the Father has called you to be. We're not looking to clone people. We want you to walk into the better you. 
My desire is that I don't look like someone, act like someone. I want to act like my Savior in following Yeshua. So I take time to recognize that I've got to walk in the understanding of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Many are the woes of the wicked, but Yehovah's unfailing love surrounds the man who trusts in him. Rejoice in Yehovah and be glad, uh, you righteous. Sing, all you who are upright in heart. Rejoice in Yehovah and be glad, you righteous. Sing. You know, we recognize that many are the woes of the wicked, but Yehovah's unfailing love surrounds the man who trusts in him. And when we make a decision to follow Yeshua, what are we saying? Yeshua, I trust you. Number one, I trust you because you forgave me. You set me free. So I trust you. So I'm going to walk in the fullness of what it truly means to be forgiven. You know, we've got to say to Hasatan, your time is up. Your influence on my life is over. I'm going to yield to the Spirit of Yehovah to be effective for the kingdom for such a time as this. There's a price that has to be paid as we choose to walk in the blessings of Yehovah. And my encouragement today is that we get to that place where we have made a decision on how important it is to follow the Messiah. In 2 Corinthians, let's just go there, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Thank you, Father, for your word. It says, I love this scripture. This, um, it says here, so from now on, verse 16, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Why? Because we have been transformed. Let's go back to 14 and find the why. For Messiah's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. And I want to encourage you in the place of transition, what is the Holy Spirit speaking to us individually and corporately here? We we no longer live for ourselves. We've got to look at uh, we've got to look at what we're doing with our life, how we're functioning with our life. And I'm not saying, you know, you, you have to give up your work and go get a sheet and, and go to a monastery. No, we've, what we've got to do is we've got to start bringing the kingdom into every aspect of our life. Where's the area of influence that you have? Where do you have influence? Where do you have leadership? Where can you communicate the gospel of the kingdom? So we've just got to make sure that what we are not doing is living for ourselves. Because to be born again of the Spirit means that you lay your life down. Because it's not about what you want. That's not what's important. It's important that you lay your life down and we recognize the reason we are born is to be united with an incredible Creator, to be in relationship with the Creator of the universe, to walk with Him, to to choose him. Even though we didn't choose him, he chose us. But still we've got to make a choice because if you don't, through the, your free will and the act of your will, give yourself to Yehovah, the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He's not going to make demands on you. You can walk away. You don't have to stay. This one saved, always saved thing is quite interesting because we have got free will. Do you want to follow Yehovah, have you made a decision? Is the love of Messiah compelling you? And how do we know if the love of Messiah is compelling us? We look back at how much we have been forgiven. These are the keys for us moving forward. If you have lost the concept of what it truly means to be forgiven, you are losing the power of what it truly means to walk in the love of Yehovah. Now, I'm not saying you go back and you reflect upon your old sin life. No, but we testify. We rejoice in what the Father has done and how he has set us free. And just understand that what does the Father use? He uses broken uh, pots, broken vessels that he 
brings the restoration too. Every one of us is broken until we are mended in the Spirit, until we receive the importance of being born again. Hallelujah. Verse 16. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. I don't want to look at you and and just identify you with what you do. It's who are you in Messiah? And this is what's important, that we need to be in community and we need to be fellowshipping together so we can bring out the best and who we are called to be. Because it might be that you receive a word of encouragement from a brother or a sister to, to move out into an area, to step out, to stand with you as you walk into the new. We don't regard anyone from a worldly point of view Though we once regarded Messiah in this way, we do so no longer. Why? Because of the evidence of who he is. He is risen. Verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Messiah, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. All this is from Elohim who reconciled us to himself through Messiah and gave us the ministry of reconciliation what a blessing you have been reconciled and you are also called to bring reconciliation between god and man that elohim was reconciling the word to him the world to himself in messiah not counting men's sin against them and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation This is the good news, that Yehovah has not counted our sins against us, that he has provided a way, that Yeshua has died to set us free. And we are called in Messiah, in the love of Messiah, to walk with him, that we are a new creation, we are born again of the Spirit. Where are you in this walk, in this journey? Are you truly surrendered Where are we in the things that we are doing? And listen, you might be so embedded into the wrong uh, path for your life that it might take time for you to go through deliverance. But the, the key thing is, is recognizing, is this the wrong route? Have I got Yeshua in my backpack and walking down the wrong road? Or am I going in the right direction? And what we need to do is we need to say, Father, from where I am, is there any adjustments I need to make in my life? Is there any, uh, am I out of alignment in any area? Is there something I need to let go? Before you can walk in the new, you have to let go of something you once thought was truth. You once thought that this was the way, but then there comes that time. And listen, it can sometimes be painful when we let go and step out because we recognize, wait a second, that, you know, I'm not going to produce fruit down this channel. This is a sucker for the kingdom of Yahovah within my life. So how do I move into the place of blessing? And I encourage you, seek the Holy Spirit for guidance and the steps that you have to take so that we can be those that bring reconciliation, ministry of reconciliation. We are therefore messiah's ambassadors that's why it's the gospel of the kingdom and not just about salvation if it's the gospel of salvation what do you need ambassadors for you know this is kingdom talk it's kingdoms that have ambassadors we are sent out with the importance of bringing the message from the kingdom to this generation reconciliation this is the day of reconciliation reconciling God to man. This is the greatest reward when we see people come into faith and being born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. We implore you on Messiah's behalf, be reconciled to Elohim. So if you're in a place where you are failing in sin, hear the word of Yehovah. We implore you on Messiah's behalf, be reconciled. Come on, be reconciled. Elohim has made... uh, has made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of Elohim. Hallelujah. We want to become the righteousness of Elohim. Are we following 
the Messiah? Are we walking in the right direction? Are we seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, knowing that everything else will be added unto us? A verse we read, we read yesterday was from 1 John chapter 5, uh, verse... Uh, um, it says in 14, This is the confidence we have in approaching Elohim, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. This is the confidence we have in approaching Elohim, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. This is why I'm confident with the ministry we have here in the land of Israel. I am confident that the Father has planted us here. Why? Because it is only based on signs and wonders and miracles that we are where we are. When we walked into this current property where the studio is, we didn't even have enough money to put the deposit down. We didn't have enough money to pay the agents. We didn't even know what was going to happen or how things were going to unfold because we stepped in uh, way above our budget. And as soon as we signed the agreement, we saw the provision of Yahovah. We saw the deliverance <coughs> of Yahovah. And that was over three years ago. And we have seen the Father sustain the work of what we have done here in this area. And yep, we're we're going through some tough places right now. But guess what? We are confident. Why? Because we understand what the will of Yahovah is. We know that we are praying in accordance with his will and his purpose. And we know that he hears us. And we know that whatever we are asking for, we have what we ask for because it's in accordance with his will and purpose. If anyone sees his brother commit a sin that does not lead to death, he should pray and Elohim will give him life. Hallelujah. I refer to those whose sin does not lead to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I'm not saying that he should pray about that. All wrongdoing is sin. And there is sin that does not lead to death. So, you know, you've got different consequences for different sins. And this is what we see in the area of sentencing. If someone does a crime, then the sentence is on proportion based on the crime. And we are forgiven. That's why those who are forgiven much will be forgiven, will, will, be, will love much. Hallelujah. So we stand upon the promise of Yehovah. We recognize the importance of the, the word and, uh, you know, the importance of following Yeshua. You know, I mentioned that scripture in Deuteronomy um, chapter 1. I, w I want to turn there. Deuteronomy chapter 1. Um, and I just want to... Read in verse 6. I love what this scripture says. Yahweh our Elohim said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. You've stayed long enough at this mountain. And through this 40 days, what are we asking for? Father, we want to see change. We want to see the breakthrough. We, you know, we don't want to be stagnant. You've stayed long enough <laughs> at this mountain. Let me tell you something. You look at what's going on at that mountain that they're talking about. <laughs> you know, when you look at what Moshe is talking about, is a pillar of cloud by day, fire by night. Every time the, the pillar of cloud moved, they knew it was time to move. But yet, there was a season where they just were staying in one place for a long time. And here comes the word of Yahovah. You've stayed here long enough. Why? Break up camp. And advance into the hill country of the Amorites. Go into the neighboring people in the Arabia, in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Negev, and along the coast to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon, as far as the great river Euphrates. See, I have given you this land. Go in and take possession of uh, the land that Yehovah swore 
he would give to your fathers, to Abram, to Isaac, to Jacob, and to their descendants after them. Verse 9, At that time I said to you, You are too heavy a burden for me to carry alone. Yehovah, your Elohim, has increased your numbers so that today you are many as the stars of the sky. May Yehovah, your Elohim, um, your Father, increase you a thousand times and bless you as he has promised. But, you know, he didn't want to have all the burdens, all of the uh, the difficulties of what was going on with the children of Israel. It was heavily, it was heavy on the hearts of Yehovah and also on the hearts of Moshe. But what's the Father saying? Have you stayed at this mountain too long? Have you got in a place where you are stuck? Then I pray that through this 40 days that we've just done, that you have been uh, released to a place where you have clear direction and understanding of what the Spirit is saying to you. It's so important that we are inquiring of Yahovah, that we are pressing in in the presence of Yahovah, that we see the victory in Messiah. Why? Because Yeshua, what did he say? He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So stop trying to find other ways, other shortcuts, other than surrender. Because this is what it's going to take. If we're going to be effective as a group, effective for growth, effective to bring change, then one will send a thousand to flight, two ten thousand. What's it going to take to move forward? And the word that I really want us to get tonight more than anything is the importance of this. I choose to follow Yeshua. I choose to stand upon his promise, upon his way. I thank you, Father, for for 40 days we have had a made-up mind. And I know that the fruits that will come forth of these 40 days will be transforming and bring transformation. They'll catapult us into the new. And Father, I want to say that we trust you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for what it truly means to stand upon the rock of a mighty God. He is faithful. And I want you to know just how important you are to Elohim. He loves you. He does not want you left out in the cold. He does not want you in isolation. He wants you walking in fellowship. He wants you to be known. He wants you to be growing in him. So let's pray tonight. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this 40 days of pressing in. We pray, Father, that you will move by the power of your spirit and meet every need. But we stand upon the promise more than anything that your promises are yes and amen. We celebrate your victory. We stand upon the promises and we say that we choose you to walk in the life of Yahovah. That this is the hour for your kingdom to manifest. This is the hour for our lives to be changed. That we will go from glory to glory as we choose to walk in your presence. So we submit our ways to you. We rejoice in who you are. We rejoice that, you know, we have got to the place where we have pressed in, where we can say, just like Yeshua did in his 40 days, away from me, Satan. You will have no hold over me. You will will not (laughs) tempt me, come against me like this any longer. We come against your assignments. I will worship Yehovah, the Lord thy God. I will serve him only. I am not going to be abused by the enemy. I'm not going to be abused by man, but I'm going to stand upon the promises of Yehovah and see a mighty victory. I hope that's your prayer tonight, and I hope that's encouraging for you today. And if you haven't, if you're just tuning in, you haven't been with us for the 40 days, we didn't broadcast every single one of the days. We broadcast most of them. Um, Once a week, we didn't with the Zoom calls. And there's a couple of days we didn't broadcast. But I want to encourage you, go back to the archives of this 40 days. And maybe the Father's saying to you, if you if you haven't started from this 40 days, that this is the time for you just to go through what we preached for the last 40 days and just go through it every day and being encouraged in Yehovah to see his kingdom come. Keep praying for the ministry. Keep praying for our stand, just as we keep praying for you, for the miraculous, for the Father to move. I'm so excited about what is before us, what we're about to walk into 
in this season. We're going to be meeting tomorrow um, on the Zoom call at 9.30 where we are going to uh, be sharing testimony about what the Father has been doing over these 40 days. And I want to ask you to come prepared, even if you've not been with us the whole time. If the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you, what are you hearing? Then come ready to share Come ready to uh, bless the body of Messiah so we can stand together. Thanks so much for standing with us. And I uh, hope you're having a blessed Shabbat for those who are still in the Sabbath. Now, I think most people are out, unless, of course, you're on the west coast of the U.S. Uh, or you're in uh, Hawaii. <laughs> but be blessed and encouraged. Shavua Tov. Have a great week. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow at the Zoom call. We are going to continue uh, ministering every single day. So we are going to be ministering every day. And uh, look forward to what the Father is going to unfold in the days ahead. Thanks for watching. If you have got testimony you want to share, Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. Share with me. I'd love to hear from you. If you need support, encouragement, you need a phone call, you need counsel, whatever you need, send your phone number right into us and we will take time out to communicate and we're also asking for those who desire to volunteer for the ministry in many ways and one of the areas in volunteering is we want to be in good communication with everyone within the group and spend time identifying the needs in our community so we can stand and pray so that we can identify how we can support those that are going through difficult times that's the importance of community that's the importance of fellowship. And our job is to find that crossing point where we are going over in the right place. We're going in the right direction. We're moving forward in Elohim, confident that we are not alone, that we are called to walk as the people of Elohim. So if you want to sow into the ministry, if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, you want to plant a special seed, we are still under uh, the, the gun right now of needs that had to be paid by the end of the month that have not been met yet. We know that God is faithful. And if you feel that the Father's calling you to plant a seed uh, to meet those needs, then you can do that. Buildthoseoffaith.com forward slash give. We also have uh, a list of how you can um, transfer directly into bank accounts in different parts of the world. We have bank accounts in different countries. Uh, within Europe, within uh, Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada, the UK. So make sure you have the correct information. I want to encourage you when you give as well, try and give in your currency. Um, because if you put your giving into another currency, some people using um, uh, PayPal, they're going on the link for PayPal. They're not changing it from UK currency to their currency. So I encourage you to do local currency so that we can bring it into the shekel with only one transfer, uh, uh, currency transfer, not two. And that means more money goes towards the work of the ministry. So thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom. <laughs>